morning, everybody. Hello, fans. Welcome to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and television. What's happening, Hoops? Uh, it's Sunday. We're having a lot of fun already. We're listening to the new Sturgill Simpson song. S-s-s-s. Sing along by Sturgill Simpson coming at ya. Which is actually is actually from a uh, a Netflix anime that just came out called Sound and Fury. Like his new album is like a soundtrack for this weird. I haven't watched it yet. You ruined it for me. Are you out now? I was thinking this is like cool getting <laughs> laid music. Oh, and now you know it's nerdy and part of an anime. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's cool. This is a cut. yeah. It's a great song. So once again, Sturgill Simpson sing along. Yeah. A lot of S's. Sounds like uh, the Black Keys kind of, but like a little more peppy and poppin'. Yeah. But yeah, hello fans, we're the Turkey Boys, Ryan Ankner and Scotty Boy. How do you do? Scott is actually sporting a <laughs> fresh, fresh, fresh new mustache this yeah. evening. This morning, I should say. It's one of the best mustaches I've ever seen. Don't take a Throw picture Throw the shades of on and let me get a photo. No, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's awesome. It's not awesome. I was inspired by Joe Pesci the on the on. press tour for The Irishman. He's sporting a nice handlebar mustache, and I thought I'd... Uh, Get that camera. Put that camera down. The uh, This is a mustache episode. I'm regretting doing this because Ank has a camera in my face. and uh, You know what's going to happen <laughs> around here. doing the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, speaking of The Irishman, the, uh, the premiere that's... Uh, are you still making a video? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing, like, a cool... I have the new phone. It's got I got the cool, like, I, zoom out... I don't want to see these pictures in crisp HD. I'm sick over those pictures You're a already. man. <laughs> Just enjoy it. But yeah, the Irishman premiered at uh, some festival in New York, and everyone's raving about it. It's supposed to be like the greatest movie ever made, which is nice to hear. People were worried about uh, the CGI. And I'm all still that. worried about it. I'm not. They haven't got me hooked yet. Mm. I I think there's a large margin for error with movies like this like you got three like dinosaur level celebrities and i don't know marty's still got it i guess but joe pesci doing his first acting in like a decade legitimately and everyone says he's like the standout from the movie which is fun to hear i have a few reveals today i'm gonna lead off with one that i saw the official trailer for the king oh with Timothy Chalamet and friend of the show Robert Pattinson, and I'm actually excited about it. The, um, I'm more excited about The King than I am The Irishman, potentially. Yeah, you're just into those two dudes. They're my favorite actors currently. I guarantee you will turn this movie off. Who are your guys? <laughs> Who are your guys, man? What the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? Some Marin stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you will turn this movie off. You think? It's like a boring, historical Netflix original. Can't wait. I can't. I can't see you like. You don't think I'm gonna settle in for that one? You serious flick posing through the whole thing? <laughs> mm, yes. And I think that was the movie that was written by Joel Edgerton. I don't like I him. Remember that from the news? I, I do not like him. I respect he stinks, him. and I don't like <laughs> it. I respect him making his own work. He's yeah, like, yeah, he I'll, I'll write this, and then you'll, I'll have to be in it. <laughs> you can't just wait around forever for F. Gary Gray or whoever to direct the second Bright movie straight to Netflix. <laughs> Sickening. Jokes aside, who really did do Bright? Uh, David Ayer. 
Oof. Who directed the, <laughs> such, the show? Such masterpieces <laughs> as uh, Suicide Squad. And I love Suicide Squad. What's that movie with Christian Bale and that guy that like doesn't exist? Harsh Times. Oof. Ooh. He, he directed Didn't that he movie do, too. Uh, he did the Training Day TV show that they had to pull because of uh, Bill Paxton dying. I don't think he did it. He probably was just on board in like a producerial capacity, if that's mm. a thing. He did End of Watch, which was pretty cool. I didn't. I didn't like that. What one. didn't you like about it? I thought End of Watch was cool. All he wants to do is gritty flicks. Yeah, uh, Bright Two is actually. I was not wrong. It's been announced. Oh yeah, that's real. I, I was joking. <laughs> Will Smith agreed to come back for that too. Ha ha! And yeah, he he wrote the Training Day TV series. Wow. I guess he didn't direct it. Ugh. Now I'll really never watch that. He directed the Tax Collector. Oh, that sounds like a movie. Oh, with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, that's I, I'm into this. Is that a sequel this. to The Bone Collector? Perhaps it's Shia LaBeouf with a bunch of torso tattoos. Tata. He already has some, and then I think they put a bunch of fake ones on him as well. It's got. Shia LaBeouf, our greatest actor. I'm not joking. Protect him. Did you see the trailer for Uncut Gems? Speaking of trailer talk? No, it's great, I heard. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't. This is the new Safdie Brothers movie from the guys who did Good Time. If you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon Prime right now, and it's very good. I honestly think... Did you realize Scorsese produced that? Yes. I did not. That's something I learned. Yeah, like, could it be be any cooler? Right, it's about as cool as it gets in Mm. terms of what we're looking for. Adam Sandler I think Heaven Knows What was pretty cool, too. And I enjoyed Daddy Long Legs. I dug deep and watched that one as well. I I gotta watch those. I haven't seen those. I'm a huge Safdie Brothers guy. Yeah. And I really do think that they are just... They are gonna be the next thing. Their stuff's very gritty and, like... I love movies about guys who like owe a bunch of money to bookies and they keep trying to get out of it but keep making it worse. This seems like one of those movies. You know, where like... Yeah, very down with that. Yeah, like it's a downward spiral and he's just like trying to get out of it and everything keeps getting crazier. I enjoy a good caper. Adam Sandler's in this movie. It's Adam Sandler's first movie in about 17 years. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> he's I, finally back with a film. I think that he has chops and I think that it's a tough... I don't know. I, th- I don't even know what I'm, where I'm going with this, but I, I think that Adam Sandler is one of those guys that has more than he's given us. Is he one of your guys? He used to be when I was a kid. No, and it's a whole thing. Like I saw people online, like everyone shits on Adam Sandler because you know his Netflix movies are mailed in, like vacations for him and his friends to go. Like they're like excuses for movies. Yeah. So everyone shits on him, but now everyone's like back on board because this movie looks cool and he's all. Like, he's finally in a real movie again for the first time in forever. Well, you can't give somebody, like, $800 million and expect them to stay exactly as they were when they had nothing. I dabbed it. People are going to change a little bit. Hey, it's great to have the four of us out on the road again. This is going to be fun. Yeah, man, this is awesome. Awesome. Are you just going to play the duration of this? No, I I want to, but I can't. <laughs> I was just wondering, is this a clip or are we I just was hoping I have the whole thing, but I, I'm not gonna play it all. Um, I really like Adam Sandler and he's an I think he's an easy target just because it's like how could you not be jealous of a guy who gets to like get paid twenty million dollars to go to the Caribbean and Yeah, and know, that's the thing, like I've shit on him for that and all his turkeys he's made over the but past decade. But he's awesome, decade. man, when it really comes down to it. All right, all right. But yeah, that uh, that comes out I think Thanksgiving. 
and it's called uh, Uncut Gems. Yes, is Uncut it straight Gems. to Netflix? Is a theater? No, that's a that's a it's in the theater theatrical. Too. It's an Adam Sandler movie, baby. Well, yeah, but you don't. They're not gonna have it on Netflix too. No, well, he has that Netflix deal, but those are like his turkeys that he makes with okay. his Happy Madison. This is him doing a real movie. This with, is just Safety Brothers. Workers. It has nothing to do with his production company, yes. which is beneficial. Correct. It's not like the do-over or whatever that movie is with David Spade running around. Ugh, that's a rough one. And yeah, the one with him and Chris Rock. They're all just like forgettable, nothing movies. I don't think I've finished one of them. I finished, I think, all of them. <laughs> Except for the one, the latest one with Aniston on the boat. That one didn't, oh, I, I couldn't I, take that I one. I did finish that one. Um, that was one of those comedies that has like no jokes in it. It was kind of, it was like a marvel to see. But moving along. Do you watch the Emmys? I did. Or actually, I didn't, but I watched like a montage of all the big awards, the clips winning. But uh, yeah, that was uh, very the ones said that mattered to us, I guess, like Phoebe Walter-Bridge uh, won for Fleabag, and yes. Bill Hader won for Barry. I know you're not as big into Barry as I am, but yeah. do you want to talk Emmys for a minute? Should I queue well, up? If you've the... got your Emmy stuff ready to go, sure. Well, I mean, I got the the winners list here. We can cruise through them for a second. Tony Shalhoub won for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Best Supporting Actor. I know you are you were really pulling for him in that. You're a big Monk fan. I am. That's how much fucked fish. And, uh... Yeah, what were the... Let me get to the big ones here. Mm. Yes, Phoebe Waller-Bridge won. RuPaul's Drag Race won Outstanding Competition Program. Yeah, they can't stop giving that fucking show awards, huh? Yeah, that is a big, uh... That always wins. Well, it's like, it's... Stuff. We're in the time we're in. Mm. And forgive me if I'm being transphobic, but, like... Wow... <laughs> you know, like if I were to tape my penis to my thigh with some duct tape and edit this out. <laughs> no, it's, but serious jokes aside, like RuPaul, you RuPaul's been around, like he's been in the zeitgeist since like the '90s, and I feel like he was one of those guys that used to get goofed on. Do you call RuPaul he? Ooh, you don't. It's she. RuPaul's okay. a she. She. I, I, I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't We're know. bad at that. I don't We've know done what this they on are. Several times. I'm sure there's somebody out there. Everyone is they them. Yeah, they have been on the air or been around since the '90s, and she, you know, was so often the butt of jokes, and people just now are like taking it more seriously because mm. everyone's so woke now. No doubt. It's one of those things. It's just don't you remember the jokes like a year ago? Could you? Yeah, like, but yeah, don't pretend this has been the way that it's been. Outstanding limited series at the Emmys. Chernobyl won, upsetting Escape at Danamora. Did it really? Which I thought was a shoe-in. I thought that would, like, just That's be... a shame. Escape at Danamora, if people didn't see it, that was the, like, true story about the guys who escaped that prison a couple years ago. It's around here, actually. Benicio and Paul Dano. Well, it's in, like, New York somewhere, but it's close enough that yeah. it's relevant. It was all directed by Ben Stiller. It was... Great show. Check it out on uh, Stars or Showtime? Showtime. 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 And question, were yeah. you a Chernobyl guy? I don't remember. I was. You watched it, enjoyed it? Yeah. Friend of the Show Cod was a big one. Yeah. That was one of those shows, I think I said when I was watching it, like, it was more informative than it was enjoyable. Like, mm. I watched it as, like, almost like homework. Or, you know, just so like a, a history. About. Yeah, like a history lesson. Like, I didn't know anything about the Chernobyl disaster, and I was like... Just like, wow, this is interesting and crazy that this happened on Earth. But, which, you know, it was pretty good, but uh, they should have given it to Dan Amora. And, uh, 
I don't know. We don't have to go through all these. They're all good. Just Game of Thrones won a bunch of stuff, even though, like, it was unanimously agreed upon that the last season was just like a Did you a see huge that dud. New York Times article, Stop Giving Game of Thrones <laughs> Emmys? No, but... <laughs> made I, me laugh. I agree. Well, they're done now, because they... This was the final season, but still, it's just... Like, come on. This was the best drama of the year? Like... Give them the award for most expensive drama of the year. They earned that. <laughs> they weren't the best at anything. But, uh, and, uh, what's his face? The Ozark guy, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman won for Ozark. That yeah. was pretty cool. For I saw that. For best directing, which everyone thought was surprising. So I, I was happy for him winning for that. Do you think that was deserved? No. I You're not a huge Ozark guy. They kind of lost you on season two, which is surprising to me. Loved season one. Thought season two was just kind of spinning its wheels for the yeah. majority of the runtime. I thought it was fucking great. No doubt. I'm a big, big Ozark guy. I recommend that to everybody. My client called me out, uh, Chris Carboni, friend of the show. Ooh. Carboni Law Firm. Let me know if you need a good divorce attorney. I um, do. Free plug. Dope. The... Because I, I, I go up back and forth on Succession and Ozark, which is the best show on TV. Mm. I honestly think it's Ozark Okay. for me. I think Ozark is one of those shows that I'll... Unless they have a shitty third season, I think the third season is the true test. Mm. Like, how good is this going to be? And then if it's really good, they'll probably do two, three more. I hope. Yeah, that, hope, that was hope. the thing. Because I love season one so much. I was like, oh, like... Let's yeah. get let's get pop. The pilot for Ozark is one of the better pilots. I agree of anything I've ever seen. I will agree with it's that. It's unreal. Like when Jason Bateman just is calm, cool, and collected in the very beginning. He's like, I'm gonna make you whole again. And it's so, yeah. Like it's one of the crazier. I don't know how someone could watch that pilot and be like, eh, I don't want to see the rest of this. It's a lot a of very, people have like, said that to me though. Like, oh, you know, I couldn't get into it. And it's like, what couldn't you get into about it? Yeah, it's Yet the most like get into it practice pilot I've ever seen. But yeah, and Fleabag won comedy series, Game of Thrones won drama. Fleabag is very good. Everything's a write-off. Um, yeah, whatever. Let's um, get back into some news. It seems like Jonah Hill is in early talks to play a villain in the next Batman movie. Seems reasonable. I don't like him for this. I don't want to no? see Jonah Hill in a Batman movie, playing like the Penguin or the Riddler. Those are the ones that people think he's like, going to I was thinking he could maybe play Two-Face, and through CGI, he could be, like, the fat and skinny versions of Jonah Hill at the exact same time. That could be something. <laughs> yeah, I like Jonah Hill a lot, and I mm. dug mid-90s, and I enjoy, like, him hanging out with Kanye. And You're I just, in on serious Jonah Hill. I enjoy serious Jonah Hill, but I was talking about this with somebody as well. It's one of those things where, like... Super skinny Jonah Hill is weird looking, and super fat Jonah Hill is just like you can't look at him without laughing. So it's I like Jonah Hill to meet somewhere in the middle. Hmm, interesting. I, I pretty much like everything he's ever done. I don't know. Jonah Hill is one of my guys. I guess you could say. Yeah, he's good. I'm a fan. So I'll see, and the Batman's gonna be awesome. I don't care what anybody says. Your boy Robert Pattinson. Who's directing that again? Like uh, Kevin Smith. <laughs> like yeah, man, friggin'. <laughs> The uh, no, who is doing it? Matt Reeves, the guy who did the the new Planet of the Apes trilogy, which are cool. Yeah, those are good looking movies. I'm sure it'll be cool. I also saw there was a story in the news: Indiana mother who adopted six year old Ukrainian girl with dwarfism has been charged with abandonment, but claims her daughter was found to be a 22 year old sociopath masquerading as a child. 
which caught my eye because this is the exact plot of the movie Orphan from about 2007. <laughs> or Little Man. Which fans, I don't know if you've seen, but uh, it's a quiet little classic that you should check out. You actually liked Orphan? I thought you, you were joking. It's, you know, it's watchable. It's got a... You know, the big twist is like, they're like, oh, what's wrong with our daughter the whole movie? Then at the end, like, she wipes off her makeup and she's like this crazy looking adult who's pretending to be a child. I was like, that's a fun twist. I've never seen that before. But yeah, this new story, I guarantee the woman who did this got the idea from watching Orphan. Or at least I'd imagine. It just seemed so, like, specific. I was like, imagining her People watching Orphan and being like, I could do that. <laughs> Like, people, I'm gonna go for it. People repurpose ideas all the time, like it's not a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, we went ahead and yeah. The writer director of Orphan takes this this dwarf woman to court for stealing his uh, IP. That'd be kind of fun. Um. Oh, Vinny but, from but the yeah, Jersey Shore has a cookbook called the Keto Guido. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fuck, I love that. Like, that's not too on the nose. I wanted to hate that, but that's like really fun. You like that. Keto Guido? It's a home run. Doesn't he like have his own club out there? I saw some article. He has residencies as a DJ in a lot of places in Vegas. He comes here all the time, too. I think he's like thriving. Yeah, Pauly D's doing very well. Let's look up his net worth and just get mad. Everyone else is like in and out of jail on that crew. And, uh,. Holiday's standing tall. Yeah, he's got about twenty million dollars, according just to like Forbes. Just like his haircut. Wait, how much does he have? Twenty million. So 20 he's million? doing just fine. That's too much for him. I don't like him having that much. He was dating that uh, lady from the Pussycat Dolls Kid. for a while. That sounds fun. You know how we feel about them. How do we feel about them? <laughs> <laughs> they probably have some jams. I don't remember what they said. They have like. that buttons song. I'm not gonna play it. I already have so many stupid pop songs queued up. Like I don't want to. I don't want to blow my load too quickly here. Speaking of stupid pop songs, Get Britney Spears it. dyed her hair brown and looks like she's 300 years old, and oh. she's now dating some sidecars who's like, he looks as if he's in his mid 20s and he's very good looking and in shape. And I think he's probably just thinking, why not date this aging multimillionaire? Maybe he's in love, bro. You I don't, don't think so. Know. He's not feeling it. I'm. I, I still enjoy Britney Spears. I'm not gonna. Do you? I do. What I think her she her songs or her uh, acting work? Doesn't she did some acting? The Walk to Remember was that her or Mandy Moore? I think it's Mandy. That was Moore. my girl Mandy, right. Emmy nominated actress Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore kind of is like taking herself more seriously now too. Yeah, she actually she came out with a new song that was very. I didn't sounded like, like that. a Lana Del Rey kind of thing. I didn't like it. It's kind of a kind of a could you. No, but Britney Spears, she was in that movie Crossroads. That was like there it is, her yeah. life story, where Dan Aykroyd played her dad. <laughs> and, uh, I remember getting that from Blockbuster when it came out and watching it. Just being like, what am I doing? Why is this happening on Earth? Um, while we're on the subject, the latest episode of Power may have been the best episode yet. Was it now? Very, very enthralling. <laughs> All the fans just like sat up in their seats, like, "Okay, Ang's talking power now." Yeah, my we're favorite here. show. We're in. We're invested. <laughs> we are locked in. Yeah, I really like Power Man. I'm not ashamed of it. And power. What I've else never, you got? I've never really given it a chance. To be fair, the uh, I wrote it off as the 50 cent gritty 
crime drama show. That's a shame. You should give it a chance. There was uh, some new Spider-Man is back in the um, er, MCU. After uh, last week, I think we discussed how uh, you know Sony they couldn't agree with Disney and uh, they're playing hardball. They took him back, but looks like he's back now. Sony, two enormous companies were somehow able to put their differences aside and realize they want to continue to make enormous amounts of money together. They did it. They made it happen. Proud of them. So now everyone can watch Spider-Man hang out with uh, Hawkeye and uh, all everyone, everyone else's favorites. Hank's milling about. He should be playing the Jeremy Renner sound effect right now, but he's bipping. He's bopping. He's gonna get back. I fucked up. He's back. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Kid, it's okay. There it is. There. Now, now I can breathe. But yeah. I feel like Jeremy Renner definitely sleeps in the nude. You think? I do. It's an interesting thought to have. If Jer- if the Jeremy Renner app was still live, I could hop on and ask him directly, but he shut it down. And now I'm just lost in the world. Powerless. The um I don't have much more news. What else you got? I feel like you got some. Oh, I got tons. I got tons. Also, quick side note, we need to get a a soundbite of Mark Wahlberg in Boogie Nights saying, uh, Scotty, why'd you do that? Uh, I wrote it down. I forgot till now. That'll be a hot new clip. The fans are going to eat that up. Um, What are the news? But yes, it is. The theater in Aurora, Colorado is refusing to air The Joker Mm. because of the tragic Dark Knight shooting in 2012. What do you think about that? I mean, it's pretty silly for <laughs> for people to be like, no, the Joker, this clown is too much. We can't handle it. Yeah, I don't really... I don't know. The thing that pisses me off is the fact that they're giving it any attention at all. Mm. I have a feeling that there's a chance that that may be what causes an issue. like Because people are going to... Yeah, like they'll, they'll make a thing right. of it, and then someone else is like, well, now I need to make a thing of it. Right. We're all doing stuff. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, that's silly. Um, I don't. I, I don't know. I also the, saw. I thought it was funny. There's like an indie movie coming out the same day as Joker called Wrinkles the Clown, and I was like, "What is this timing?" That's not that documentary, is it? It might be. Is that what is that? Do you know about there's that? There's a documentary about like some. Oof, that was awful. Sorry, guys. It's good. Awful. Um, sorry. The wrinkles. The clown. Who people could like hire him for pranks, and he. It, it might be know. that. I just thought it was weird. Like, oh, on the I, Davis... I watched the trailer. It's a documentary, I think. Oh, okay. We, we're talking about it like we don't have a, a device right in front of us that <laughs> could just tell us exactly what it is. That makes a little more sense. I just saw it in the list of like things that yeah, come yeah, out on yeah. October third. Wrinkles like, oh. the Clown is the documentary. Like, oh, you're coming Basically, out with another clown movie on the it's, Joker in, it's a true story in Florida. There's a guy who you can hire. Mm. and he'll scare your kids like if they're misbehaving that's sort of the goal like he'll just it's directed by this guy Michael Beach Nichols I guess who he's done some other weird stuff I haven't really heard of he's like a deep track indie 
director. His breakthrough was Welcome to Leith in 2015, which was a Sundance flick, and then it was Never on heard like of it. PBS. Hmm. So yeah, that's just fine. I don't know. He, they probably did that on purpose. Yeah. What else People be like, well, I guess I'm in the mood for a clown movie. I'll I'll go see this. <laughs> yeah. Double um, Adam Levine left The Voice. Wow. And now he has cornrows. <laughs> nice little cultural appropriation. There's a big one to two there. He quit The Voice and now has cornrows. Yeah. He has, if you can see him, uh, maybe I'll put him on the social media. I think you should. I'm going to go ahead and put Adam Levine's cornrows on the Enough Instagram. Mm. That way, maybe we'll get one like. Hmm. Unlikely, but I mean, we can hope. We can dream. Doesn't he do some acting? Didn't he like pop up in some movie? He was in American Horror Story. Yeah. He does some acting work. And a few other things. So go to uh, Enough the Podcast at Instagram for a sneak peek at Adam Levine's Cornrows. <laughs> You're going to love it. What else you got? Um, one sec. I'm doing this Instagram post. Okay, safe. I just, I have nothing else have nothing to say else? about Adam Levine. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't even, like, think of anything about him to even kind yeah. of keep the conversation like, he, going. He's a guy. It's like, yeah, he, he exists. He's so definitely... So I guess Samuel L. Jackson's voice is being added to Amazon Alexa devices. <clears throat> which is, I think, the stupidest. Isn't it funny how I swear and stuff and everything? Fuck. It's... Like a whole thing. It's funny forever. I don't think it's funny at all anymore. And it's one of those things that people are 100% still on board with. Yeah. It's kind of hack at this point. Yeah. It's like, I'd like to see you like acting normal and like subdued in some sort, of piece, some sort of piece of work. Um, Catherine Hahn's new show, Mrs. Fletcher, is premiering on HBO. I think that looks interesting. I do, too. I'm a big fan of her work. I think she's a great actress. Yeah, she's I like her. very believable. I knew I was I in on her when she peed in the urinal in Step Brothers. I was like, okay, this is this lady's funny. Oh, yeah. I that just felt like that. A, that felt very improv. Yeah. I um, think she is an improv person. She is. I think it, she's one of those Second City types. Yeah. Maybe UCB. I'm not sure. And ba, ba, ba. Jessica Simpson lost 100 pounds. And it turns out she's still a lousy musician and an idiot. Wow. So rude. Yeah, she looks great. I saw a couple pictures there. She does look good. The, uh, Righteous Gemstones and On Becoming a God in Central Florida both renewed for second seasons. Yep. I think that's exciting for us. We're very happy for Kirsten Dunst. And I have a big reveal. Kirsten. I'm all ears, kid. I'm pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> yeah. I'm back in on Ballers. What? <laughs> I realized the fans couldn't see my, my shocked face yeah. with my jaw agape, and I had to say something. I'm back in on ballers. Are I'm you, really embarrassed to admit it. Are you telling me that you're plucking Scotty's ballers recap segment from the obituaries, bringing it back to life as Ank's ballers segment? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> it's back. Oh you know what it God. is? My sister put it on the other day, and oh, I was there. No. And Cat, I was, what have you done? What have you done to the show? Ballers is back. What what got you back? The I don't know what got me back. Particularly exciting episode where Rob Corddry and Russell Brand were boringly exchanging business. They were mixing it up. 
and The Rock was like wearing yeah. a suit and smoking even, a cigar. Let's and, like, not even talk about it anymore. I'm pretty <laughs> ashamed, to be perfectly honest. Okay, good. Um, I destroyed the segment again. What was I going to say? Miley Cyrus is single again. Um, From her split with Brody Jenner's ex-wife, Caitlin Carter, who's quite attractive lady. They make quite a dishy couple. I saw some spicy shots of them. Nothing better than two hot babes on a date. Mm. The ultimate male fantasy. (laughs) Um, Kid. Kid, check that out. (laughs) A couple of babes. Kid, what do you think they're doing? Sick. This is this new cut? Yeah, from the Charlie's Angels soundtrack, Don't Call Me an Angel, featuring Ariana Grande and John Panette. <laughs> I can't read who else it is. Featuring John Panette I have no patience Beyond. in a food line, Miley. Yes. Um, and the last piece of news I have is that Takash69 is getting out of jail. He, You'd know him from this song. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the silly little cut. He's like one of those viral Instagram rappers yeah. who has a bunch of face tattoos and like just sort of blew up out of nowhere. And yeah, this sounds like Jamaican house music, like for children, um, played on like a xylophone or whatever that thing is. I think it's good. <laughs> no oh, good. You, oh, you think it's good? Yeah, yeah. You're feeling this. I beat. love Takash. Well, what happened is what happened he got in Tekash? trouble for being a gang member in the Trey Nine Bloods was the group. Hmm. He went into jail. I guess he used the gang to leverage himself into stardom. I don't hmm. know if there was money involved or notoriety, making him look like a tough guy, being in his videos, whatever it was. He was involved in all sorts of crimes. He allegedly slept with some very young women. He did a bunch of stupid shit and then got caught for all of it. I think in particular, it was some sort of like unlicensed gun and a racketeering charge. I don't even know what racketeering is, but I know <laughs> that he was involved. Hmm. And then... He violated probation or something, so they put him in jail, and they were gonna—they were threatening him with 47 years. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he rolled on everybody. And now, instead Classic. of going into witness protection, he wants to come back out a year from now. After I believe he's in solitary confinement, or at least he's not in general population. And they're gonna—he's gonna come back a year from now and start making music again. Which I think is hilarious. Like, how's that going to (laughs) go? There's no way that's going to be an easy transition in terms of the fact that if you look at his social media, people are just ripping him apart. Like, nobody is happy to have him back. Yeah, I'm not too well-versed in Takashi 69 or whatever his name. I don't know this story that well. But yeah, the church store called. They're running out of you. Everyone does seem to be not on his team. It seems like he's a bad guy. He seems like quite a shithead. Oh, and also, speaking of Seinfeld, mm. they, what, the 500 million plus deal for them going to Netflix? Not switching from Hulu? I hate how this keeps, like, becoming a story. Everyone's like, oh, like, like it's going from Hulu to Netflix, and just, like, everyone's so excited about, I don't know, it's just annoying. It's like, yeah, like... Jerry's going to buy another garage yeah, full of Porsches. Exactly. Like it, it, should only, it should only be exciting for Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David because they have a deal where they get like all the dough from a happening such as this. <laughs> but yeah, it's always just like... Fucking freaking nature doesn't want a house tour. 
they make such big news stories out of like, oh, like this show or that show's going to this network or that network. It's like, whatever. Everyone should just own Seinfeld on DVD and should just watch it at your leisure. It's just, it's such a could you. Yeah, I'm not that intrigued by it anymore either. Yeah. It was kind of, okay, yeah, they got money. Great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. You know what, dude? I got the money. I was, I was thinking I might take a quick bathroom break before we get into our reviews section. Um, yeah, go ahead. Bathroom break balls? <laughs> Bathroom break balls? My professional life is at a nine, and my... Right now I feel my professional life is like at a nine, and my personal life is at like a two. It's the code to the... It's oh four. All right, never mind. Um, so here I am alone on the show, and I think since I've got a minute and I've got your ear and Scott's not around, uh, I'm going to talk about power again. And I can't wait for tonight's episode. Things are really starting to heat up with Tommy, the character played by Joe Sakura. And, you know, we, this is what happens every time one of us goes to the bathroom, the other one has some sort of a meltdown on air. And this is the theme song to Power by 50 Cent. Big Rich Town coming at ya. There's a big, big episode last, and I won't spoil anything for those of you who haven't seen it. But there's some wild shit that happened last week you might want to tune in. Can we do the reviews now? I'm yeah. like turning into a Kiss 108 DJ out here, and it's ruining the show forever. Yeah, what happened while I was gone? I don't know. I mumbled about power for five minutes. That's fun. Boom. Let's start with Villains, which we saw after the show last week. We went to the... Uh, show- I enjoyed it. The showcase, whatever, down the way. That awful, weird parking lot Fenway Theater. Yeah, it was a big production, getting in and out. I peed in the parking lot. It's true. That did happen. I had to go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get uromycetosis poisoning and die. Exactly. But yeah, Villains, this is a... Uh, a gritty like thriller kind of movie it's kind of like don't breathe with some slight twists like these bad people need a place to uh lay low but the place they found has some people that are even worse than them whoa it's got a bill skarsgård and maika monroe yes friend of the show bill skarsgård he plays the clown in the new it movies and yeah, I've never his brothers on True Blood and yeah. Big Little Lies. And the direct it's got two directors, Dan Burke, who I've never heard of, and Robert Olson. Yeah. They um I I'm think... not even kidding right now. Robert Olson is that kid we went to high school with. Yeah, no, I know that. How did we not put this together? <laughs> I thought we talked about that. Yeah. Uh no. So we <laughs> Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Yeah. He's doing that well, huh? Yeah. Good for you, Bobby. Yes. Wow. Yeah, we went Bobby Olson. He goes by Robert now. He's classed up his act. That's smart. Yeah. But yeah, we're not at all jealous that someone younger than us is... Uh, no, no, no. We, we're doing a writing. podcast out of my studio apartment, and, <laughs> and little Bobby Olson's making feature films starring the guy from 
fucking burn notice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God damn it, Bobby. Good I for you, kid. I thought we talked about that. I no, that. Yeah. I had no idea. I Jeffrey was... Donovan is the guy from Burn Notice, and Kira Sedgwick. I was going to do a whole thing. Yeah, his their script for this was on the blacklist for a couple years, which is this like thing where the best unproduced screenplays that are like bidding around Hollywood, and then they finally got to make it, so... Good for them. Yeah, they wrote it and directed it. Who's Dan Burke? Let's send them the script for Pill Guys. Maybe they'll make that. I don't recall. But yeah, this movie, it's, uh, it was really good. It has, like, a lot of misunderstandings. Like, it's one of those movies where, like, it's a very fluid situation. It keeps, like, changing on a dime and, like, it's almost over, but then, like, something crazy happens at the last second. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed, I, it. I enjoyed it too. Good for you, Bobby. Bobo. But yeah, and I also, I thought it was weird that there was never a movie called Villains before. It's such like a cool and simple title for a movie. Yeah, you'd think that would have been taken already. I was like, yeah. Now so, we need to watch their other movie. Uh, I've seen it. Body. Body. Body's pretty good. And I think they have another one too, like Stakeland or something. Yeah. yeah. You liked Body. Yeah. It's worth the watch. My body. <laughs> But it, that reminded me... Good for I, them. Good for them. There's never been a horror movie called The Murderer. And I've always... I, I want to make that. That's my pitch for the week. Is this your intellectual murderer. property now, putting this out there? This is... Okay, cool. The Murderer, trademark. A new horror franchise coming soon. Um. Yeah, we liked that. So two thumbs up, Bob. Nice job, pal. Yes. And what else did you watch? I have a, I have a turkey review. My shut of the week was the transparent musical finale. I can't believe you even attempted that. <laughs> you sent me the thing and you were like, you want to watch this for the show? And I said, absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, you were very out. This is a show, I watched the first couple seasons and was like, it was actually a funny, like, interesting show for a while. Yeah, it was. This is when Jeffrey Tambor played a, a trans parent, which uh-huh, it, took, it took uh-huh. me like a season to even get that. I always thought that was a very uh, inspired name for the show. It really yeah, I thought it the up. first, I don't know, three seasons were pretty funny and strong, and then it just took a big nosedive. Yeah, it got like way too serious and ridiculous. But Once they did the whole arc with um, Jay Duplass dating the trans woman, and he was all emotionally conflicted yeah. and confused, and it, it was like I, I understood what they were going, where they were going with it, it just didn't really interest me. It got too preachy and boring. It was like... But like House of Cards, this show, Jeffrey Tambor got, like, canceled in real life. So instead of just ending the show, they were like, oh, let's do a weird musical episode, which we've never done before, that doesn't have him in it. And that's how we'll wrap up this show. How did it go? Was there is the whole thing singing? Is it like a La La Land? I know nothing about it. Like it ends with like, oh, he's dead, and like they all meet up, and then they. I didn't even make it through the first song. Like the people on the show seemed embarrassed to be singing. Like it was very, just like, ugh. But I want to make a new rule. When someone gets canceled in real life, the show that they're the star of should also get canceled alongside them. Like don't make the last season of House of Cards with different people that everybody hated. Don't make a musical movie that nobody will like because the show isn't a musical. It's, yeah, o- I agree it's with over. That. I agree with that. I didn't like House of Cards from the beginning and Patricia Arquette was good in True Romance but that's... I don't know. That's kind of where she loses me. Yeah. I was just... It, it wasn't good. I couldn't finish it. The... Um, 
but that's on Amazon Prime if you want to check it out, folks. If you're somehow inclined after hearing that. I have another quick shut. In the Shadow of the Moon, a new Netflix movie, which sounded like it would be a Tom Hanks HBO space documentary, but it's actually a boring time travel detective movie on Netflix starring Boyd Holbrook, who I think is like Netflix's guy. He pops up in all the Netflix yeah, originals. I don't even know who that is. Who but is that? You'd know him if you saw him. I'm sure. You'd be like, oh, that's that guy. But yeah, I shut that too. I didn't shut off anything this week. Mm. I didn't really, I didn't watch enough, I guess. That's usually what that means. Not that I watched a lot of good stuff. It just means that I wasn't shutting stuff off. You didn't watch right. enough. I got a couple more. Uh, Gloria Bell, which is a A24 movie, new on Amazon Prime. And this was very enjoyable. It's kind of like a, a very simple, lighthearted drama with Julianne Moore and John Turturro. They're trying to navigate the world post-divorce. They, like, meet, and it's kind of like a, a simple kind of... I can't remember if I saw this or not. Even hearing the premise, I'm at yeah. a loss. I, I cannot remember. It was nice because Julianne Moore is very, like, cute and lovable in this movie. Normally, she normally plays a woman who's, like, going through a nervous breakdown and is, like, crying in every scene. So it was, <laughs> it was nice to see her just playing, like, a pleasant woman, like, just trying to get by. It was, it was very enjoyable. And I still think it's notable when an actress shows her boobs in a movie, because I'm 11 years old. <laughs> and Julianne Moore shows her jugs in this, and they look great. Gotta say, she's still got it. <laughs> Jules, love to see it. And also, Torturo in this, this was the best I've seen John Torturo in, like, Have they years. worked together since Lebowski? No, but I did think of that when watching yeah, it. Yeah, that's I was like, cool. This is a fun little reunion for them. I like this. Uh, Gene Triplehorn is in this movie and vapes, which I thought was notable. Can't do that anymore, huh? Yeah, she's going to die. They need to uh, delete that from the film. But yeah, it was very enjoyable. It had a very like realistic vibe. It was very well done. had an interesting score. Scotty always likes to note... And uh, it's a movie that really sneaks up on you. I enjoyed watching it. Gloria Bell on Amazon Prime. Right, kinda, I'm kinda, intrigued. It's kind of like... I'll check it out. I thought of it as like... It's like what Francis Howe would be right. like 20 years later. It's like a character like that later in life. It was good. I really liked Francis Ha. So. Yeah. It's one of the greats. I wanted to talk about Ad Astra for a little bit which I saw with friend of the show Brian at the Randolph Theater hmm. recently I know somebody who also saw Ad Astra yeah. I thought we might get an impromptu uh, guest appearance on the line real quick but uh, this is the space movie that stars Brad Pitt Tommy Lee Jones Liv Tyler a couple other rascals oh boy look what time it is <laughs> hey madam there he is we're uh we're on the phone here on the Enough podcast. This is uh, super fan and guest member Mike Connolly, aka Codpiece. We're here to talk to you about your latest viewing of the Brad Pitt film Ad Astra. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> let me uh, hang on. Let me make sure I have a cup of coffee for this discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I also saw this movie. I'm just going to see. This is going to be interesting because I haven't talked to Scott since he's seen it. I was saving it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to fucking... Yeah. Now, um, now, Ryan, are you, are you okay with the spoilers? Yeah, go ahead. I hate space. <laughs> yeah. 
This movie was so weird and so boring, I could barely believe my eyes. Oh, you didn't love it? I did not. It like, but you know what's you know what's also amazing? It's getting like rave reviews, yeah. and at one point, I was like, why? Why the fuck is so? Brad Pitt has to. Brad Pitt's father, who played by Tommy Lee Jones, who who's, could, bar- who's barely in the movie. Yes, and I don't think <laughs> anyone has ever looked as old in a movie as he looks in this movie. It's like so, insane. Like this takes place. I, I guess I'll summarize it for the listeners. It takes place in near future, hmm. and. Like, we have a moon base or whatever, and, like, we have space travel in a base on Mars or something. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones' character has some sort of spaceship that is going to go, like, outside the solar system, but, like, it's lost around Neptune or something. I think that's right, Scott, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, threatening the world. He's, like, out on some spaceship, you know, like, way out there, and they're like, oh, how do, can we get him to stop this? Let's send his son. Like, there won't be any emotional baggage there, like... The thing I still don't understand, somehow the spaceship Tommy Lee Jones is flying has, like, these weird, like, electronic bursts that it's letting out near Jupiter that's actually affecting Earth. Yeah. Oh. And the thing that sucks is, like, I do agree with people, like, the movie looks great, but the it's very, like, stupidly written. Like, it's... <laughs> they spent his son. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah, like... <laughs> Like, oh, there won't be any complications. This will be fine. And then he travels, like, billions of miles. He's on Jupiter recording this message. <laughs> and he starts crying. And then they like, you're fired. You're too emotional for this. It's like, like, what's... Like, what, you didn't think I'd get s- sort of emotional? Uh, it's just... It's so dumb. Well, just put a perspective like this. Let's say any of our fathers are doing something that, you know, the government has to stop them. They don't seek out their sons. Yeah. Like this will be fine. He's the he's the guy for this job. Why it didn't just... make I didn't, it didn't make any sense, and it's so slow. Its pacing is so slow. Yes, and this is scene like Whew. where it Brad sounds so bad. Brad Pitt is sneaking onto a spaceship, and like <laughs> at like as it's taking off, like yes. he's he's literally climbing up the side of an enormous spaceship as it's roaring into the. You, I was just like, who wrote this? Like a five year old? <laughs> like this is so like. No good. This is supposed to be like the classy, artsy picture of the year. I was like, this is stupid. And pe- people love it, which I, f- I find really surprising. Yeah. And like, I'm down for a slow movie if it's smart and like heats up at some point. But this movie was like proudly slogging along. Like, so, mu- so much of it is Brad Pitt giving like the sleepiest narration I've ever heard <laughs> in a movie. Him just like, literally just like floating through space going like, I let everyone down. Everyone I know is just so disappointed by me i feel like so you guys both hating it makes me want to see it and i think i'm gonna love it you're not well, and, and then like I, I love how the reviews i read say like oh then the twist at the end you know some oh. somehow tommy lee jones character discovered that there's we're the only intelligent life in the universe i don't even think i got that from the movie i don't you remember that happening? Well, the review I was reading said, like, oh, spoiler alert for the, the ending and everything. And I read that, and I'm like, I remember that line and don't even remember being surprised by it. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. I did <laughs> I did like seeing uh, Tommy Lee Jones as a space cowboy again. I was charmed by but, that. Yeah, I believe he plays the same character he played in Space Cowboys. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Just a little more season. I didn't, feel like Tommy Lee look- Jones hasn't done anything in a while. Am I wrong there? Yeah, he pops up, like, here and there. He was in, like, that fourth Jason Bourne movie that doesn't exist a couple years Oof. ago. 
It's weird well, the he's, stuff he does he's now. He's a senior citizen, I mean. Yeah, legit. <laughs> but yeah, he looked, like, laughably old. And yeah, like you were saying, the whole movie, they're, like, showing pictures of him and showing him behind stuff. I was like, why aren't they showing my guy? And then they finally do, and he looks old as hell, and it's cool. No, like, seriously, he doesn't show up on camera until, like, 80% of the flick. Yeah. And there's, like, a scene with a killer monkey on one of these spaceships, and the CGI looks awful. <laughs> Like, it's a CGI monkey that is on this spaceship. It's, like, a big reveal, and it's just, it's terrible. Yeah, I, that that whole sec, that whole segment on Mars, I was just watching and thinking, like, I don't know what the hell's happening. Yeah. And the, there, was, like, oh. there was one cool scene where, I think, it was on, when he was on the moon. When yeah. they're, they're getting chased by, like, they, they call yeah, they them space pirates, up. and I was like... It's, it's like Mad Max, but on the moon in space. I was like, there should have been a lot more of that. That was the good stuff. That was like the only well, good scene in the whole movie. The trailer, and that's just, that's just like a five-minute sequence, and that's like the most action, by far the most action that movie ever sees. Yeah. That part ruled. It should have been all of that, and none of Brad Pitt floating around being sad. You know, people talk about what a great performance, or some of the reviews, or what a great performance he had in that movie, which I don't think was even close to what he did in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but mm. um, it's mostly narration, and I, I find narration really boring, and I find it lazy from a writing standpoint. Yeah, it is, especially when, yeah, because narration, you can just have the character explain the movie to the audience, instead of thinking of a clever way to do that, like, you know, within the movie, like, within dialogue and story yeah like, like um, show uh, me don't tell me yes there it is that was much more succinct and yeah this i don't know i didn't like it it had like its moments like we're talking about the that cool action scene and some like things here and there but overall i was like Ugh. and you're right Slug. it does look cool but that's about it like i'm actually kind of surprised it got made yeah yeah it looked it looked like a big turkey when did you walk out what uh what part, um, what part I, were you at? Pretty much, like, when he was, uh, I forgot who walked out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it, was, it was at the end where he has Tommy Lee Jones, and then, like, they're trying to get on the other spaceship, and then, like, like TLJ gets, like, blasted into space, and I was like, I don't care about any of this. I'm like, yeah. I just want to, and I look down, and I'm like, oh, there's, like, another 20 minutes, I'm like, I just want to go home. Yeah, I was going to say, there wasn't too much left. I love a good late walkout. But yeah, and then, well, well, it, which I think it's much more insulting, almost like, I went this far, but I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I was like, maybe it'll get great in the last, like, three minutes somehow. But yeah, and then Brad Pitt's roaring through the rings of Jupiter in a spacesuit with a piece of shrapnel for a shield. No good. So many things, I was just like, this is so dumb. <laughs> like, this movie's supposed, it thinks it's smart. It's like a dumb movie in smart clothes. Is it gonna win awards? That's the f- the, the funniest part. Is it probably probably still will? Uh, probably yeah. he'll be nominated for best actor. You think? He'll get he'll get it for that or the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He'll get something this year. This is a big I mean, Brad Pitt I, year. I, I, I do like I do like space and I like um, like I liked Interstellar a lot. I like that near future stuff a lot. And yeah. this Interstellar is is leagues Wait. better than this movie. Agreed. Interstellar is like a masterpiece compared yeah. to this, especially. But yeah, they are very similar. Just like the. And it's only two hours long, but it feels like three. It did feel, yeah. I felt like I was really settled in. It's there. funny how when you see a movie that you don't enjoy, even an hour and forty-five minutes feels like an eternity. Yeah. Time. I just kept checking my phone the whole time. Oh god, oh. it's so boring. <laughs> Such a slug. 
But like, just picture like long close-ups of Brad Pitt's face, and then like slow, monotonous voiceover. It's like, oh. Yeah, like the most boring, like sleepy, like narration. Like, if you're gonna give me narration, at least make that exciting. Like, every part of it was just like designed to put people to sleep. I, I know we make these jokes all the time, but if I watched that movie at home, I 100% would have fell asleep. Yeah, I agree. And I saw this on like the IMAX screen to boot. It's like made it cooler, but not cooler enough to. Which like, theater is there, the IMAX? The at Randolph, they have a couple. Ooh, I've never, IMAX. I've never would an IMAX before. Yeah. <laughs> That's think. a special category. Nice IMAX walkout. <laughs> Bye. Nice, like, or, or like maybe, uh, or like the you know the high end ones where you spend like thirty five dollars for I've a done that. And dinner. I've walked out of it. I've gotten food and eaten the food and then walked and then paid the check early and walked out. <laughs> like push, pushed the button so that I could pay the check and then walked out. So like you're leaving? What a beautiful dinner and a movie that is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take off. <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, that's great. Love a good Love walk it. out. Uh, anything so else did, on Ad Astra? Jesus Christ. the new uh, Irishman trailer. We uh, did. We did, yeah. We're looking forward to it. We're, we're I mean, re- like stellar reviews. Yeah, everyone seems everyone's that like it's the greatest movie on iTunes or on Rotten Tomatoes, rather. Yeah, I read, I read a great thing about Al Pacino that said like his his performance is almost like comically over the top, and it's great. Who Pacino? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much sums up his entire career. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> that. I saw a lot of people said like Pesci was the standout, which is cool, but very different than how he's been in Casino or Goodfellas. Yeah. I hope he does his Home Alone Rasa Frasa stuff. I hope he sneaks that in. It's still at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's gone from 31 reviews to 43. So. Rasa Frasa Frasa Rasa Frasa. November 1st release is in- an interesting time. Hmm. Well, Netflix thinks they're only releasing in theaters because in order to qualify for Oscars, you have to release it in theaters. Hmm. Oh, that's why they're releasing The King in theaters. Cod, are you on board with the king? Or am I alone here? I don't know what the king is. With Robert Pattinson and uh, friend of the show, Timothy Chalamet? I think I'm out on the king. Ank's pretending like he's interested in this historical drama. It's going to be good. (laughs) Now, the the old Helen Mirren vehicle, the queen, I'm in on that. Oh. Is she in your stable of women? I think she is. In the binder? I saw... Dame Mirren's always looked pretty good. You, you You love all dames. You're a Dame Judy Dench guy too. You see with the dames. I was laughing I'm not the other a Judy day. Dench guy. Nobody's a Judy Dench guy. Helen Mirren is in the next uh, Fast and Furious movie, reprising her role from like the eighth one. And oh, whatever. Vin Diesel makes these Instagram videos where he like corrals whoever's on the set to like watch him make a Hey Familia yeah. and the the camera's all close to his face. Yeah, and he like, looks like an, a horse's ass. The person always looks so like visibly uncomfortable just standing there while Vin like goes on and on like this is like week eleven on set and it wouldn't be the loving like group of it's just him like being go, an ass. Yeah. Folks, it's the best series on Instagram. He's just perpetually making one of those movies. Yeah, he's always in character, just like, yeah. just being like, oh, familia, you know the deal. It's that always... series is on the downfall, like, given how Hobbs and, Hobbs and Shaw, I know it's made a ton of money, but I think it underperformed. Yeah, and it sucked. It's like the worst <laughs> yeah, movie well. of the year. Joker has a 77 on iTunes. Joker. Which is a... Yes, which is a much more realistic (laughs) rating. Seventy-seven. Yeah, that that'll be exciting to see. That'll be uh, our featured. Scotty Boy and I already got tickets for Thursday. Fans, that'll be our featured review next week on the program. I um, 
I, I hate to let you go, guys, but I have to take off. All right, cut peace. That's fair. Cod. I appreciate the uh, appreciate the call, though. All right, Thanks. talk soon, bud. All right, bye. Thanks for the guest spot. <laughs> That was Cod Peace. Cod Peace. Um, yeah, I think Joker's going to be great. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I don't know what to think of it. Like I think every- a 77 with 127 reviews is pretty solid. Well, just that and just... I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I'm kind of jokered out, as I've said in the past. It's you just have. like, this character is not... You said that before this was even on the horizon. Yeah, this character is not that interesting. <laughs> like, it's very one note i but, wish it I was mean, uh jared leto actually <laughs> instead of joaquin and i wish that david ayer was directing it yes he's everyone's favorite joker when people picture the joker in their mind they think of jared leto with literally the word damaged written on his forehead just in no case good? you forgot <laughs> most like obvious thing ever put in a movie ever <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot you were going to go uh, to the 30 Seconds to Mars island for one of their like cult weekends where they uh, they rock out. Do I even need to talk about Manos, the movie that Lucy and I saw last night? Yeah. I don't feel like that's relevant, but I guess so. Yeah. It's, you saw a new movie in the theater? Get we the went to Kendall Square Cinema, and I guess you could say that it was very bad. Uh, Manos or Mano or I don't know it means monkeys in Spanish I guess tell the fans what this film was about Um, I'm looking for a summary here and Mm. I'm just getting all these rave reviews from all these dork critics (laughs) give me a fucking summary dude you know what dude you got your summary oh here we go Alejandro Landes third feature Mm. it's a survivalist saga set on a remote mountain in Latin America the film tracks a young group of soldiers and rebels bearing names like Rambo Smurf and Bigfoot who keep watch over an American hostage Doctora played by Julianne Nicholson from most notably she was the coach in I, Tanya. oh she was um yeah I can't Margot remember Robbie's her, but- figure skating coach the teenage commandos perform military training exercises by day and indulge in youthful hedonism by night an unconventionally family or an unconventional family bound together under a shadowy force known only as the organization after an ambush drives the squadron into the jungle both the mission and the intricate bonds between the group begin to disintegrate order descends into chaos and within monos the strength begins to pray the strong begin to play, pray on the weak in this vivid cautionary fever dream oh it was like two hours almost and it was just we didn't like it mm. and it has the julian nicholson and moises arias who is most known from doing 47 episodes of hannah montana he's that little kid with the big nose he's a good sidecar yeah, it it just was bad, and it was a Spanish-speaking movie. It was as if, and the wow. critics are loving it. It has like a ninety-three. I'm surprised you went to see a subtitled movie in the theater. I was trying to be. I just you never that in that mood where you just need to go to the movies. And we were at dinner, yeah, and we I didn't feel it. like going home. And mm. I don't know. We ended up at the movies, and we had some Sour Patch Kids, and I went to the bathroom twice. It was terrible. No, I like it. Just going out on a limb, and especially seeing something that. Had you even seen the trailer for this? We watched it in the car. Oh, yeah. But it's cool. I didn't go in totally fresh, but... It's cool to go in blind every now and then to see what happens. 
and these sometimes you'll get surprised. The fans. critics are like loving this. Yeah. Part Lord of the Flies, part Beasts of the Southern Wild, mm. said James Vernier from the Boston Herald. I did not like Beasts of the Southern Wild. It's a very no. overrated movie. This is. I have a feeling this movie will get some some buzz, like best foreign language film or something. I just it has that feel to it. It's Buzzy. as if like did I, I don't know, I forget if I said this already, but it's like as if Apocalypto was bad. Mm. Is kind of what this movie made me feel like, where you just have that like really tense like what's gonna happen yeah but it's not this movie you have that but it's almost sort of like when's this gonna end and you don't really give a shit about yeah. any of the characters there's no there's no like beyond the character development is shit and obviously like script is less important when you don't understand the language yeah. i just i just I, I know what irritating. you mean when a movie's like exciting and you're like i should care about these characters but i felt this movie's not good confused so i don't as to why i was so uninterested in this movie hmm. so that's monos in theaters now don't, don't rush out i'm and i got nothing else unless you want to do there's no bachelor this week i know how does that make you feel we're done <laughs> how happy are you right now that there's no the weight's been lifted i feel great that i didn't have to sit through three hours of uh that programming this week although it wasn't always three hours it's so stupid the show sucks man and i'm like i'm a huge fan and i have no fucking clue why like and now that we took a week off and we're not i didn't have to watch it it just gives you a little bit of perspective yeah it's like yeah life (laughs) you don't have to watch bad tv you really don't and fans let us know what uh, our next uh reality show we should watch should be if you're watching like a real silly wacky one that would be funny if we talked about like I've thought about 90 Day Fiance people like to joke watch that show but I don't know have you ever seen that um I've only heard other radio shows talk about it yeah it's like funny calling us a radio show kid it's sick David you got a stew going but yeah fans let us know what we should be watching give us a segment give us something um if you could let's do 90 Seconds of the Departed Yes. Does that work for you? It does. Cool. And this week's 90 Seconds of the Departed segment is brought to you by Scotty's Mustache. <laughs> it is. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Glad to hear that. Oh, bad guys. Matt Damon is enjoying some Duck Larange with his Matt lady friend. Damon. Oh, wait, no, he's upset that they don't have duck orange. I misspoke. If nothing moves, I'm gonna shoot it! Was your meal okay? Yeah, no, no, the lobster was good. I just, you uh, know, because it was a French restaurant. I'm yeah. surprised. That dessert looks lo- uh, delicious. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to make your move. Oh, so look, I don't know. If that thing moves, I'm gonna shoot it. I'm waiting for you to do <laughs> your Boston accent so I don't have to do mine. Do you see the the parallels they're doing here? How so what's it like good Matt Damon is talking to girls, but Leo can't. That's what you call work. Is that what that is? I never yes. thought about that. I never got that very poignant cut. That's why they're inter intercutting it in this scene. Yeah, if we actually do, I'll see you again. You appreciate me not reading into that at all? (laughs) Over like the literal 25 plus times we've watched this movie. You're just noticing. Just whoosh. Don't you? Of course I want to see you again. (laughs) What Freud said about the Of course I want to play Fenway Frank. People who are impervious (laughs) to psychoanalysis. 
Yeah, yeah, he did. Mm. Yeah, he said that. I know he did. Mm. So you're up shit's creek with a client list full of mick cops. Oh, good luck to you. Yeah. Why do you do it then? All right, that's ninety seconds of the departed. That was a plugs. What are your plugs? Monty is handicapped. Um, that's all I got. And follow me wow. on Instagram at Ankner. Yes, follow and me on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Rate and review us. Please rate and review, guys. I've, I've, every time I do this, I ask. I'm like, listen, you gotta, you gotta write the reviews, and then people just don't. Fans, you're gonna make Ank cry. <clears throat> He's upset. Give him an email. Send me an email. If you could. You're ordering me out? You better get your own fucking army, pal. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, yeah, I just, it's, 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 a, it's a quick thing. If you can hear my voice and you, you'd like the show, <laughs> send us a review. Could you? It would be great for the show. For the show. Well, folks, that's enough. It's enough for me. Until next time, please have a good one, man. And also, thank you. Listen, for buddy, I gotta go. But thank you. Find a nest in